Hello, Serious Dungeon Timers. Welcome back to another awesome, roleplay-packed episode of Serious Dungeon Time. There are exactly two specific groups of people I would like to shout out this episode. The first group are those of you who actually made it this far. You are incredible. You are awesome. You are the reason we keep going. That is a lie. We are doing this for ourselves. You just get to join us for the ride. The second group of people I would like to shout out are insomniacs, as I am currently recording this at 3.05 a.m. But would you look at that? Take a look at your calendar when this episode is published and see that it is pretty closely within the margin of a week of the last episode's release, which means we are getting more consistent, more consistent episodes out week to week. And this one will be followed by the last episode before our next recording sesh. Man, that's exciting. All right, enough of me. The players wandering through Odales begin their interrogation as Yeroman perform an interrogation of their own on the players. What will they discover? What true horrors are lying beneath Odales, or rather the people that inhabit it? Welcome to episode 58, Taking Inventory. Hello to the world. Dun, 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 dun. Let every house prepare these thieves' room as they break in per initiative of their new thieves' guild. Yeah, we're thieves now. You're thieves, thieves you dirty, yeah. rotten thieves. You're goblin family murderers. You are murderers of miners in strange caverns and now you break in and steal mundane household objects okay first off oh, we life. didn't kill those boys plural but you killed one of them no we <laughs> didn't kill nobody that's fair chippy's the chippy's the murderer chippy's still actually a, like it. a demi lich and he's slowly trying to morally corrupt the party no <laughs> chippy, chippy wouldn't hurt a fly he what? says he as just he heard a almost man. striked a man well in he didn't mean it. to Oh, then it's okay. He feels bad. He's repented. There's no, accidental manslaughter. No harm, no foul. <laughs> yeah, when you palm somebody in the forehead, which should be didn't mean to. You use the hand with a mouth on it and suck the soul out of their brain. <laughs> My hand doesn't have a mouth yet. It has a gaping necrotic <laughs> scar. Tell it to the judge, me. Chippy. Oh, you poisoned his life. Anyway. Here we are in the cellar. So we're in a thief's guild now. We're still in the abandoned house. So they don't have the scroll, though, they that don't. we were looking for. So, so this was done in vain. Yeah, it was. So, Jerry, uh, do you have the minutes from last week's meeting? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we, uh, let's see. We met up. We talked about our halls and... Uh, let's see. Um, I have a... Sorry to interrupt the, the minutes. Uh... Sister Rada here again. I have a question. Uh, are we the only thieves in town, or are there any rival thieves? Uh, who are you asking? The group. Anyone? He says, um, Edgar says, Well, I just started stealing earlier today. Well, really, yesterday, because it's past midnight now. I started stealing yesterday so I could get in the guild. Uh, well, uh,. I'd say uh, my haul was about a week ago, uh, but I don't think anybody really noticed. Jerry, uh, I didn't actually, I didn't steal this rake, it's mine. 
Jerry. Well, you needed people to be in the club, and I just I felt so bad. I, How old is Jerry? Uh, I don't he's know. Like, he's, like, he's a, he's he's a father. He's a human. I mean, he's great. 60 years old, dude. Oh. He's over here just cane. We have to use Wait. the elevator shaft to get down here. So there are no other thieves. Well, uh, I say all that to say that uh, there was a break-in that kind of inspired us to kick off the motion. Yeah. What was that break-in? They uh, they broke into the equipmentary. What, what, what did they steal? Equipment. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but they stole something. Why don't you go ask the persnickety shop owner? Persnickety. Can I look around this room? Yeah. What, yeah. Is there anything in here? There's Is a rake. Pretty? There's a rusty pocket knife, a bag of oats, a small trowel. Uh, uh, sackcloth knapsack There's a candle in the middle of a table Some broken chairs that look like they've been like Duct taped together To, to support the, the people in the club What's in the knapsack? And then Jerry's holding a piece of parchment the, not, What you guys brought the oats and the Veg trowel in Gummit. He's <sighs> like uh, right, Jerry uh, put it on the official minutes That we are planning a field trip to Granditon Once we get enough members So, so this is just what y'all do <laughs> We're just getting started. We've never done this before. Uh, okay. So, more about this inspiration. How did you hear of it? Uh, well, uh, just heard rumors and things about the somebody breaking in and stealing some stuff from the equipmentary. Uh, and uh, we said, hey, that sounds like a good idea. Get ourselves on the map, build a name for ourselves. Especially since I'm no good at farming, and I'll be darned if I'm a good shot. So uh, I'll break in and steal things. That's what I'll do. I'll make an honest man of myself. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and so uh, yeah, that kind of inspired us. We heard, we heard. Uh, I mean, it's, it's easier now than ever to break in and steal stuff because uh, everybody's afraid to go out at night. So there's that. And uh, why are the city folk afraid to go out at night? Uh. He, things go bump in the night. Uh, gives everybody a spook. You know. But, but did you say this was a recent change in behavior? I, I mean, maybe a month or so. Kind of been, kind of been a little more on edge lately. Yeah, yeah. You know, you hear growls and things in the woods and on the walls and from the graveyard and on the ground in the cellar. Does the cellar underground in the graveyard? Oh no, this this cellar is underground. What's in the graveyard? The dead people. Okay. Well, well, actually, that would be an amazing spot for an actual hideout for real thieves. Because who wants to go? We into should a... get killed. One of us. No, One of us no. needs to bite the bullet. We'll use the grave. It'll be the perfect cover. Or just who pick would like to volunteer? Grave, Jerry. Just, don't you not have family members in a grave? Uh, no. Well, then pick I'd... an unmarked one and use it. Oh, yeah, that could work. But the groundskeeper, he keeps a good watch on everything over there. He's one guy. There's five of us. You, what are you, you going to do to no the groundskeeper? Violence. We can just we knock don't... him out, make him sleepy, sleepy. How long is that going to work? How... Every time we go there, we have to <laughs> knock out the groundskeeper? <laughs> it will give you actual good training if you can sneak past the groundskeeper each time. Oh, that does sound exciting. Yes, uh... Well, what's next on the agenda? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, we need at least three more members uh, to complete the initiation. Shadow ritual. clone jutsu. 
I just I don't know Wait, what you just Wait, keep going. Said. Keep going. The, the and then once we get enough members and acquire enough loot, we'll make a day trip to Grand Etan. Well, it's going to be like a week. And then present the hall and maybe we'll get into the official thieves guild there in the city. So there's an official thieves guild there. Yeah. Well, well now we're there's two now. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. <laughs> when I said, is there a rival thieves guild? Not in the city. Yeah. <laughs> Grandaton's like at least a week's trip away. At least. <laughs> well, so if the meeting's they, concluded, they, they, I think we they, will depart. All right, be safe. <laughs> now you guys a, don't have to say the passcode anymore. Do we have something we can say to each other and during the day to like, we know we're together, but we don't want people to know we're thieves killed? Like a salute or some thieves Just can't? say, the Night Seeker thumbs up or something like that yeah why do we cool. have to use your name because i'm the leader of the thieves guild so night thicker has thumbs up mm, the night seeker gives you a thumbs up that's so dumb okay we well, just next joined time, a thieves guild next time you start a guild you can come up with the rules the You're loot right. involves a pocket knife and a rake that wasn't stolen <laughs> and some oats and that is what is is the final straw for you hysteria <laughs> is that you don't like the, the signal when you see each other in the street? <laughs> Jerry didn't even steal! <laughs> so, Jerry, would you please put on some water? I would like to eat these oats. I'm very hungry. Y'all have a good night. I'll, I'll start some water, yeah. <laughs> Meat Me is losing his mind! <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're leaving! Yeah. We're leaving. We're you Leave thieves, it. be safe out there. Yes, happy, you, happy stealing. Yeah, happy. Uh, every we are a supernova waiting to happen. The night seeker gives you a thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> as soon as we leave, we go straight to the barracks and tell <laughs> where they are. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the exact same oh, thing. Honey, honey. I mean, what are you guys doing? Is that what no? Because they're it's late at night. I don't want to wake them up. <laughs> Okay, fine. I, can I like camp out around the library, like not in front of it, like maybe you know, like, ooh, stake you know? it out, dress yeah, like hobos it out. or something? Yeah, what? sure. Like the homeless. There's homeless people here. We can blend in that way. Are there homeless people here? Not at the library. Yeah, I mean, but out and about at night. I'm just gonna stake out and watch the library. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, you. How long do you want to wait? Uh, until one of the party members has something else to do or until uh, it opens. Okay, I mean, yeah, sure, you guys find some Because we took a long rest, so I'm feeling fine. Find some foliage, some something to rest in, you know, while you kind of sit and, and stake out the library. Wait, why are we staking out the, just because we don't For know what thief. else to do? Yeah, in case someone else comes and steals something, we can follow them. But the and thief then just rented a book and didn't bring it back. Or a scroll. I mean, yeah, I mean maybe someone else will steal something. Okay. All right, Dr. Wink, maybe. what do you want to do instead? I well, don't know. You I can't just... do anything until the equipment place, equipment door okay. opens up. So. Why do we need so to go there? Go. Because that's where another uh, incident happened. We can probably get more information. I'm starting to think we are not good at this game. I'm starting <laughs> to think we've never been good at this game. <laughs> so, yes. we. Get... <laughs> You're saying just... Talk to the library? No, I just want okay. to like, see okay. if anyone no, okay. else tries to steal. Yeah. We can stake out, and then we can go back to the equipmentorium. So stake out till morning? Yes. Yes, sir. I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, 
nobody's gonna um, aside from magical invisibility is going to get out of your sight if you're staking out the place so i won't make you roll for it um and at about one o'clock um you see honest walking out of the library and she's extinguishing a few torches on her way out okay whoa putting in the overtime yeah, she, she she stretches and yawns and then kind of you know walks towards the housing district do we want to follow does someone want to you know, keep you're, an eye on her or no? you're the stealthiest if you would like to go after her are you making me go no I don't really see any reason I, we would want to follow I don't either personally okay. continue the stakeout okay <laughs> Pick it um and and the rest of the morning slowly creeps into into daylight as no one else seems to enter or exit the library. Okay. And then, yeah, before a, even a full six hours has gone by, you see Anas walking back into the library. Whoa. She is on that grind. <laughs> that and then eventually, grind. you know, as, as the morning creeps up, you see, you know, more of those important people and scholarly folk, you know, entering and leaving. Okay. Well, well I'm fine to go... Equipmentorium, unless we just want to bounce. Equipmentary. No, because we have a meeting at 12 o'clock with we, the Leaf Man. You did schedule a Leaf Man meeting. That's what, Wait, what? but it's only like 8. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, not, it's like 7. Equipmentorium. Yeah, 7, 8 in the morning. Okay, yeah, you guys can make the trek. It's a, it's a big hike. You're walking basically from city end to city end from the library to oh. the equipmentary. Do we pass through the um, um, to the to the end, the, the, the Lanon house? No, that's kind of south. So you're walking from west to east. Okay. The Lynette house is south. Okay. Do we see anything new while we walk through the city? That we maybe. No, I mean, no, just the buildings you haven't been in. If you want me to read them all off for orientation's sake, I can. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you walk, you leave the library, you pass the barracks, you pass the statue in the center of town, very okay. near the cathedral-type building. Yes. You pass the boot-shaped um, brick house, and then you cross the stream and arrive at the equipmentary. The boot-shaped brick? It's a Yeah, it's a boot-shaped brick house. Like he said, it had like a smokestack style that like goes up and is tall like a tower. Okay, and there's like there's a like big a house chimney, the entire the width of the house on the back of it that makes it yeah. the kind of the shape of a boot. Uh, okay, okay, okay. And so we haven't been there and we haven't been to the cathedral. Mm-mm. Or the farm. Or the farm. or the graveyard or the farm. Is there a? Gra- I guess there is a graveyard because the thieves confirmed it. But yeah, we haven't been to the farm. Okay, are we at the equipmentary? Yeah, yeah. You guys arrive at the equipmentary. You walk in the big double doors. Oh bonjour, mon amis, mons amis. I don't remember. I don't know how to pluralize French words. Uh, come in, friends. Yes, you have come back to Perus. Uh, we came back to uh, ask a few questions, actually. Uh, why certainly? Um, so, you have had a couple of thieves try and take from you recently, correct? This is correct. Uh, what are some of the things they stolen? Apart uh, from the th- seed and shovel guy from yesterday. Yes, well, um, there have only been two or three. I believe. The things that I can remember, I will not name the things that you have named. The other things that I was missing was one jeweled dagger, a pair of leather gloves, and a bag of sulfur. Bag of sulfur? Correct. Hmm. All right, then. 
Yes, strange things, but nonetheless, I like them. Unfortunately, the guards were not able to uh, apprehend the first thief. And why not? Uh, it was done in the thick of night. So how do you know it was stolen? Like, what were the, some of the signs? I take a very precise inventory of my shop every single night. I returned and they were gone. But and no, there was no broken like, glass? Yeah, broken glass, some signs of, you know, entering through Unfortunately, the door. no. I see. Kind of ghost is robbing you, dude. How much would all of the things that you're missing, the dagger, gloves, and sulfur, cost you? Uh, the In dagger weeks. would probably be the most uh, expensive thing, uh, perhaps 15 gold pieces. Jesus. That's a lot of months worth of wages. They were very precious gemstones, more ornamental than anything. I and see. this has been about a week ago? That is correct. Hopefully I said that low enough and didn't pick it up. It did, but whatever. Oh, dang it. <laughs> and, and have you attempted to retrieve the items or do any sort of investigation? Hired anyone? Um, well, I usually have a couple of the guards standing outside of my shop since I have some of the most valuable things in the city. Uh, but uh, they get rather squeamish at night and uh, sometimes abandon their posts. Unfortunately. It was likely that no one was here when the thief broke in. Hmm. Well... We do have one more night here, and then, of course, we're going to be here in the morning for your exquisite magical items uh, that are coming. But of course. So what if we tonight come back and watch your shop? Um, that would be acceptable, though I do not expect you all to necessarily see the same thief strike again. You've never had a thief strike the night after they bring you magical things? Um, well... Uh, that might have been there might have still been something in the collection it is possible usually I sell out very quickly the morning of there's not much left over okay well that that leaves me at a standstill okay well thank you again for your time uh, but of course but of course I feel like we still have a few hours we're still square one <laughs> uh, so I'm thinking that if we if we want to do this side quest well, I'm cool with doing a side quest it's fun I like it uh, but if we're trying to find uh, on the things of the night, I'm going to guess if the freaking you know, losers don't have it in their abandoned house, then probably the bigger Thieves Guild has it. But it's a week away. Um, yeah. At least. He said. In the other direction. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> like if we absolutely want to find that place and like do it, I'm fine with that. But I'm going to guess that's where it is. And do we like you know, try and join them, which I'm sure Asteria would be all for doing that. Or we can just eradicate them. Yeah, see, that's the other thing I was thinking. But if we eradicate them, we also have to worry about thieves using, like, you know, poisons. And, and stolen magic items. Stolen magic items, yeah. Like, that's something thieves are good at. So Unless we just want to steal from them. Yeah, I'm not stealthy enough to steal from a thief. I'm fine to check out some more places in the city. Can I be honest? <laughs> can, can I be honest? Can I can I tell you one of the thoughts I had? I was gonna see if I could convince, um, oh, uh, Karika, if I could like break one of his glass showcases and take something out and act like we stole something from him <laughs> and try and work our way into the other kill. And be like, oh. would you? I was like, oh, we'll repair it <laughs> when we're done and we'll bring the thing back. Oh. We just have to get into them. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like it. Like, like you can hire a cybersecurity person to try to break in. Yeah, an ethical hacker. Yeah. 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 We're ethical thieves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just except, like, except we're going to take your stuff and we're going to go join a larger thieves guild. Like, we're going to bring it back. We just need, you know, we Proof. need some legitimacy. Yeah. So if they're oh. like, you know, yeah, I heard that, you know, there's a break in at that store. As opposed to him just being like, here, take it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I kind of want to explore the town more. I want to go to the farm, actually. That's okay, something Chippy right. wants to check do. The farm. Yeah, you guys want to go to the farm? Yeah. So you, you'll have to recross the small stream over the bridge. That's fine. Past the brick-shaped building and north towards the kind of agricultural land. Um, yeah, so immediately you see like a very large pigsty, and it has just a wooden fence making a horseshoe-shaped fence that backs up to the city wall. Okay. And then uh, slightly north of that, you see uh, corn rows of corn and, and uh, big rows of cor- uh, crow tails. Okay. So. And it's just pigs are the animals over here. Yep. Just. Is there anybody? Is there anybody tending to the she- corn? Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, you see people, you know, plucking weeds out of the rows of corn and, and tilling soil and, and whatnot. You see a, a random, random person or two. Hello. Just passing through, checking things out. You, uh, you Do you sell the corn and the other things? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're just, uh, just uh, tilling the soil, preparing uh, for the next uh, thing we're going to plant, I guess. What are you going to plant? Probably more corn. Cool. Yeah. Is this yours, or are you doing it for someone? Um, uh, a group of us kind of uh, go in on growing it together. We equally contribute to growing it, sell it for profit. Cool. What about, the, what about the pigs? Yeah, kind of same situation, but I don't mess with the pigs. I just mess with the crops, and and I, I, I don't know. Haven't had very good luck lately. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. One, one just not, not a bountiful harvest, not growing? Well, I mean, one, it's it's... Just kind of late spring, so yeah, you can't can't quite tell just yet. But uh, but I mean, have a look at this. And he just okay. he walks you over to. There's two like very big cornfields, okay. and he walks you over to the second of the two, and he says, uh, "Look at this! Like I don't know what I did." And he just kind of gestures to uh, a s- kind of a pretty square section of the corn here, and it's just like dead, just like super dead. Hmm. Like a big square section? or I mean, Pretty big, yeah. Do you mind if I hop in there and take a look at it? Uh, sure, yeah. Can I make an nature check to see, you know, what could have caused yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can I make an arcana check to see if it's necrotic? Do that. Unnatural 20. Ooh, for nature? Yep. 14 for arcana. Arcana. Um, for arcana, it doesn't, it doesn't have a, a magical ring to it. Uh, that that you can detect, you know, um, an unnatural twenty. Yes. Um, this crop is like horribly diseased. <gasps> give me tw- give me twenty minutes, sir. <laughs> and I want to detect poison and disease. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me exactly what that tells you. It tells me the type of disease. Interesting. <laughs> That's very cool. I think I have a better description. Um, yeah, include the type of disease. <laughs> Much better description, thank you. I can detect poison or disease or That's poisonous it. creature, and it tells me what kind of poison, what kind of creature, and what kind of disease. So you... Uh, After about 20 minutes. Okay, yeah, you, you take this out, and he's like, are you okay? 
just I'm uh, you know it looks like uh, you know something's plagued your your crop. I'm just give me a few moments. Let me try and figure it. Out. Twenty minutes later, yeah. um, you definitely determine disease, um, and not only in this patch but in the healthy patch just adjacent as well. Um, you your yeah your infrared vision is just pinging disease, and you identify it as carnivorous flower rot. Hmm. Uh, when did this uh, corn crop end up like this, Dad? Was it after you have well, harvested? We, uh, we would have planted it about a month ago, and this, uh, let's see, this died a few weeks ago. And we leave the dead stuff because, you know, it can go back in the soil and help the next stuff grow better. Um, yeah. You said it was carnivorous flower Carnivorous rot? flower rot. And he says, I was writing it down, but I was also listening. He said that, you know, they don't really change. They just kind of cut it and then grow it again. They yeah, do so we, we just kind of leave it here, you know. So it's, it's been here about that long. And Pointing to the healthy you, one. So you can tell what kind of, can you see what, what's wrong with it? Yeah, well, the, the healthy patch, though, did, was that planted the same time as this dead patch was? Yeah, yeah, they were all planted at the same time. When are time. you planning on harvesting that one? Uh, I guess whenever they're full grown. Okay. Um, you know, maybe a couple more months. Why? So it appears that, uh, you know, both the healthy one as well showing signs of some carnivorous flower rot. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So they both have the same disease? Yeah. But this one's dead and that one's not. Yeah, that's that's a concern to me. It uh, could uh, be an early stage. Yeah. Could oh, be an early stage. Yeah, it could not be. Not yet showing shines. That's, a, that's, that's some scary stuff. Yeah, I, I wouldn't... Uh, you know, I would harvest the healthy ones, maybe get to it now, get it out of the way. Don't sell that, though. Don't oh, use it. okay. Well, that's good you, advice. You don't know what else the rot could do to someone if it's ingested. Oh, that's crazy. It's a disease. Carnivorous flower rot. I've never heard of that. Yeah, maybe, uh, you know, is it just in the corn or in the soil as well? I guess it'd be in the soil, right? Roll a perception check. I, I cast detect poison. You detect disease. the poison. I, I want to notice, uh, see how perceptive you are in... How you notice it. 23. You detect the disease. That doesn't mean you detect every surface of the disease. So what was it? 23? 23. Um, the soil isn't touched at all. In fact, you look at the stalks of the dead plants and even the stalks of uh, the, the ones that still look healthy. And it looks like there's just a light coating of this disease on kind of the tops of the stalks. Is there a, uh, another farmer that sells corn? Like opposing you, not necessarily with you. No, no. Like I said, we all we all work together and we all split the profits. Well, it looks like someone has uh, sprinkled this rot onto the corn because oh, it's not coming from the ground. It seems to be coming from the top. That's terrifying. Yeah, someone's poisoning our crops. That's what it looks like. Wow, you'd be a pretty good farmer. No, I'm just. I'm, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, we both have jobs in the city now. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a guy trying to help other people out. Well, mission accomplished, man. I guess we'll have to burn all this down. I, I do. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Maybe, you know, have a group team meeting with the other farmers. Make sure, you know, y'all are on the same page and you know what you're working for. You're working towards the same goal together. Uh, you know, maybe it was an accident. Maybe it wasn't even a farmer, someone who just doesn't like oh, you. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know how you'd accidentally poison a bunch of crops. I don't know. I mean, drop it. You spill it. <laughs> Spill a disease? Yeah. Oh, whoops, I dropped the plague. <laughs> well, look at him, and I point to Dr. Wink. Oh, yeah, no, he could probably do that. Yeah. You're pretty creepy looking, man. 
Uh, Dr. Wayne's gonna like take a sample of the rot of the disease. Heck yeah. Ooh. Put it like in a little vial or something. Yeah, ask if you could take some. See if you can work with it. I don't know. He just took it. He didn't have it. We're not gonna keep it. That's fine. And I'm gonna stow it away. But yeah, sorry to hear about, you know, the crops, but. uh, Yeah, it's no big deal, I guess. Yeah. Good for you to know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Well, you take care, my, my man. What was your name? My name is Arantium. Arantium. All right, Arantium. Arantium. Arantium the father. It's Latin for orange. (laughs) And I think I'm going to go ahead and take that and like try to expose myself to it. That way I can, you know, add it to like my yeah. disease pool. So something you notice, I, I guess, how do you, how long does it take to do that? Oh, I don't know. Do you have to like, I, that's not really written it? out. Okay. Well, we'll, long you we'll just it. say yeah, you have to incubate it. Maybe see if it sticks. That's so it's Okay. I'll grab saying, two then. I'm just saying, cause like, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he grabs two samples. It's, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's freaking dope. All right, well, Arantium, you take care, my good sir. Uh, will do. You guys, uh, be safe out there. Yeah. <sighs> Graveyard's next. Oh, we're going to a graveyard now? Or what? The only other place we haven't been. There are like four places you haven't been. The, yeah, there's a temple. And that. There's a temple, there's a graveyard, there's a boot-shaped building, there's the tower. Let's do the boot-shaped oh, building. Oh, the tower? <laughs> like the central... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> connecting point of this story yeah we'll go we'll go there last (laughs) yes (laughs) we gotta take inventory (laughs) um i'm fine to um what time is it uh it's probably getting on about 10 o'clock okay we can don't want to miss our meeting we can piddle we have time to piddle so the boot or the tower the graveyard. Which one? Okay. <laughs> I Which, don't care. Because the, the, the graveyard is close to the farm, or is that? The, the, yeah, so if you come down south um, from the farm, you'll hit the graveyard. To the graveyard. So just, just for reference, yeah. again, don't read anything. I guess there's nothing on here now that I don't want you to know about. Because the only thing I didn't want you to know about was the abandoned house. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> on the map. Um, so yeah, so you guys are kind of up in here. This is where the, the rows of corn are. That's the crow tails. If you come down south, that'll, that'll be the graveyard. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's hit the graveyard. Talk to Mr. Gravekeeper. So yeah, you guys go down and it's guarded by kind of like a steel kind of, uh, you know, like the Florida Lees, you know what I'm talking about? Like the little saints symbol. Yeah. 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 It's like the, the, it's like a steel fence, of you know, bars with the Florida Lees on top of them, you know, kind of like your traditional cemetery fencing uh, and there is a gate along the side of it um, that kind of leads next to like a uh, kind of like a house like structure almost it's not a grave that's for sure it's not gray it's not a grave oh do we okay. see anyone working out in the graves um no no you don't you don't see anybody okay nobody's like freshly dead no, actually like- <laughs> heck somebody yeah you, you guys approach and uh, you see there's a there's a funeral procession kind of deeper into the graveyard and they seem to be burying somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that was really it's far away. It's Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> he took one for the team. Oh, wow. I hope you guys feel good about yourself. Night Stalker gives you thumbs up. Because Jerry's dead. A man is dead <laughs> so that you guys could have a cool hideout. <laughs> what? What? Um, so you could bore out his grave and put the hideout in the graveyard. Oh. Anyway. As we walk in, is there the gravekeeper, grave watchman? 
Yeah, well, he's he's kind of, uh, he's leaving the little home now. He steps out and uh, just kind of a, I don't know, creepy little guy, really. He's 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 not like he's he's pretty ugly in the face. He's just a human. He's pretty ugly, and he's got a, like a big shovel, and he's wearing like brown, like a brown leather coat and like brown leather pants, and kind of like an apron too, and uh, a little like brown leather cap. And he's just kind of like standing, looking over his shovel, waiting for them to kind of finish the funeral rites, so he can go bury the dude or whoever's dead. Yeah, and you guys, you guys go in the graveyard? Sure. I don't know. What do? You, yeah. Yeah, what sure. do you want to do? That's fine with me. I'll follow. I don't know why we're here, but I'll follow. Oh, that's, I was like, there's nothing in the graveyard. We're trying to take an inventory. <laughs> we're taking him. Um, excuse me, sir. <laughs> yes. We're, no. We are here taking um, inventory, <laughs> and we were wondering if anything out of the ordinary has been happening. Inventory of what? The ordinary and the unordinary. Ah, interesting. Believe I was in the paranormal, are you? Yes, yeah, supernatural hallway. I have my camera here too. Oh yes. Do you have your thermal sensors? Actually, yes. Oh. Can you go grab them out of our white van with no windows? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Well, no, you do believe in the paranormal, Asterio. See, the only thing suspicious that I've seen lately is I sometimes I hear things crawling around at night in the graveyard. Uh, of course, I I don't go out at night. Well, what do you hear crawling? I don't know. Wait. Something. Sounds <laughs> like stone dragging on stone. Also, a lot of people have been uh, making use of my graveyard lately. More than normal, I would say. I don't think it's stone on stone you're hearing. Huh? And when you say making use, do you mean... (laughs) Do you mean to to say that this is a graveyard of ill repute that the young ones come to? I mean, that's something people do. Hey, hollow ground, bruh. You gotta, you gotta do it somewhere. That's what uh, Rajesh Kutherpali did no, on uh, Big Bang Theory. Yep. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah, he dated that girl and she wanted to go out into a graveyard. Graveyard, and, yeah. Uh, and that's where he like broke up with her, right? No, he didn't break no, up. No, I think I think they were still together. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think. I don't she think was they like, She was like, are you breaking up with me? And he was like, no, no, you know, whatever. I yeah, I, my wife watched that. I was in the room. <laughs> it's a long time since I've seen that show. <sighs> whatever. <sighs> says no that's that's about it <laughs> i think they're almost done <laughs> i'm gonna go get to work so you and you don't know you don't are you guys coming to work with me uh, <laughs> well we just have to move some dirt move some dirt and yeah and like he's walking and i assume you guys are walking with him if you're still talking how and, much yeah. do you, and you guys walk yeah. over yes and uh yeah you you see people clad in black and women in black veils and just uh tearful mourning as uh, as he approaches a a freshly dug grave i'm gonna look at him and be like oh do you uh no i'm not gonna say that never mind no well you uh, you live in the graveyard correct Yes, I'm the groundskeeper. And you don't ever look out to see what's making those stone noises? Uh, no. Okay. I know that there are some people down here that uh, are probably not too happy that they are. I don't mess with them. <laughs> you must respect the dead as they sleep. <laughs> and he just he's shoveling dirt into a grave as kind of the funeral party is departing. <laughs> They're just tearful crying and and uh yeah, just a very sad procession. 
Is there a general area in the graveyard that you hear these noises from? I couldn't say. You've never happened to look out through your window? I don't have windows. Gotcha. And so and now you're you say don't have windows click and you look around and you see that the house he's living in is like an old mausoleum oh no <laughs> oh me yeah. dark do you have a bed it's my of coffee sorts. Mm. Uh, i don't like that answer all right so thank you for your time have a good day don't come see me at work <laughs> Well, we can probably do one more place before we have your meeting. Yeah, probably about 11 o'clock now. Okay. Well, we can check the the tower. How far away? How close? Is the tower close to tower's the... tower's pretty close. Yeah, yeah let's go okay. to the tower then. Let's go and to the tower. And then you can make a beeline straight from the tower to the barracks. Sweet. So We are an efficient adventurer. <laughs> yes. That is what I've gleaned from the last 24 hours. <laughs> Efficiency. <laughs> Um, sure. You oh. approach the tower here and you see, like I said, these giant steel, like helical supports. Um, and there's like a spiral staircase that follows uh, one one of the heli, heli, helicuses. I don't know. One of the halves of the helix. And uh, yeah, you, you see there's like a, a platform and like a hatch. So you'd have to climb the stairs, go through the hatch, and, and then you'd be on a platform uh, topside where the beacon would be. Is there someone guarding this tower not that i mean there's probably somebody up there if you had to say oh okay it's just a beacon tower yeah okay but it's hard to you know you're kind of like looking up yeah. at it it's tall yeah. it's a tall tower let's check it out it's not good guys want to walk open. up the stairs and try and go through the hatch sure yes. or at least okay there. you walk up these steel staircases and each of your footsteps kind of makes that ping on the metal uh, and eventually you get to the hatch and it's unlocked you lift it up and <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Good to see you again. Honey McIntyre. Oh, honey. I hope we're not intruding. We were just kind of getting a look of the town. Not at all, and I think this is the best place to do it. Question. Of course. How does this tower work? Well, how much time do you have? An hour. (laughs) 60 minutes. All right, I won't take more than 59. So a long time ago... This town served as as a bastion of those oppressed by the, the monsters and horrors that lurked in the jungle. They came here and cleared the land so that they could see travelers and, and monsters approaching and protect those that, that would seek refuge here. Along the way, the town was flattened by an angry warlord, and, and then the NAP came down and rebuilt it hundreds of years later. And uh, it was from that point we noticed the tower system working very efficiently in the area, and we decided to put one of our own to kind of honor the pattern of the region. And here you have it. So we used the same, uh, the same uh, warning system that any of the other towers from the neighboring uh, cities and, and landmarks would use. And have you seen a recent warning? Uh, well, actually, yeah. Where from? It was uh, from the southwest, yeah. Yeah, we saw a beacon about two, a week and a half ago, yeah. We passed it along, but we, we didn't have anything to offer ourselves. What was the beacon representing? Um, it could have, I think it was, uh, I believe it was like a uh, reddish color, reddish white. So we tried to reciprocate and sent it on. Well, I believe it was a call for aid. 
hmm. and was aid sent by someone of higher status? Um, I don't know. You know, the, the, the custom is to, to pass on the message and those that can help do so with our city being so large and not having a real traveling force. Um, we, we didn't send any of our own folks. Um, so perhaps if the need was greatest, um, yeah, it would eventually hit a, a city that would have some expendable, you know, means to, to go down there and help. And, and so maybe one of the, the closer cities was able to offer something. Good, 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 good. At this point, at this vantage, what is the, does, is there anything different about the city from like taking a sky view? Yeah, yeah. So give me a perception check. That's cool. In the crops. Uh, with you with see advantage. A with advantage. You. Ooh. You see a man running around the crops throwing. That's the throwing natural one dust. on one of those. Was that seven? It's an eight and a nine. Oh, so. jeez. <laughs> Totals? No. Uh, well, so a ten's the highest. <laughs> Yikes. So, um, from up here, you can, the best thing you can see is the graveyard and you look out over it and you see lots of fresh graves. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lots. So it seems there's lots of fresh graves. Has, is there some problem with, with death or attacks or? Um, I wouldn't say attacks so much, but yeah, a lot of the, the elderly folk have been, uh, have been ill. Yeah. What are they sick with? I couldn't tell you. I'm not really a doctor. Is there, you know, a place they kind of go to look for healing? Because I do have an affinity for, you know, kind of deciphering different types of disease. No, I don't think we have any established uh, healing practices around here. Probably be a pretty successful business if they did. (laughs) How successful? (laughs) (laughs) Probably thousands of gold pieces (gasps) per patient. Get out of get out of my tower, honey. <laughs> I only take appointments. <laughs> I own this tower. And is there a central location where the the sick are kept or just in their home? No, usually cared for by family, I would say. Yeah. So there's no hospital. What's what is that? <laughs> I named it. That's our boot camp. It's a it's a healing. place where you go for healing. Oh, like an apothecary. No, not no. necessarily. No. Well, not necessarily. Th- not think of less spells, more like gauze, and you know. Oh, well, apothecaries typically use herbal salves and the like. Oh, do they actually? Yeah. Oh, I thought apothecaries it was like a- are real. <laughs> I thought it was like a spell shop. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, it might have more like Eastern leaning, like that's what non- I think. Non-traditional of. stuff, but it's not like. I mean, maybe some spells because herbs are a big component of like yeah. of like real world spells or whatever. So. I used to work at a hospital, so that's how I know. Oh, well, that's pretty neat. Yeah. It was cool for the time. Why'd you stop? Uh, the guy I worked for passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's In okay. I only knew him for three days. Oh, how ironic. A man uh, known for healing couldn't heal himself. He died in his sleep, so it wasn't oh. like he could do anything about it. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I didn't really stick around to see why. Well, anywho, did you knife this man? Did no. You kill your employer? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. That doesn't sound completely positive. <laughs> Not at all. I'm I'm 100 certain of all the people I haven't killed. Well, I'm 100 percent positive I didn't kill him. Well, have you ever killed anyone on accident? Oh no, Asteria, have you? Yes, but on purpose. The officer, self-defense. Officer, Asteria. Yes. It's good to know your name. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> now I'll have something to write under the wanted posters. 
<laughs> Take that mask off. <laughs> Let me see your face. Well, I have a, a, a slight background in helping the sick. Uh, I can tell. Look if at we you. wanted to. <laughs> you're a sick little freak. <laughs> you're, you're a goofy little doctor. <laughs> If we, if if I wanted to do some further study on this, where might I go? Any houses in particular? If you wanted to study the sick people, or perhaps help them? Um, yeah, you'd probably be able to take a house call or two. Just uh, walk around and see if anyone's sick. I'm sure you'll have an answer. <laughs> uh. Turn on my sick. If radar. you'll excuse me, I need to turn my gaze to the city. Up, oh, yes. Well, he just kind of stares out <laughs> into the distance. Thank you for your time. It's, okay, um, doctor. It's about time for our meeting. Yes. <laughs> to the barracks. Can Doctor Wink do house calls? Because if he goes in, he's like, "I hear you're sick with a disease." He would like give them bird plague and like corn rot, and like I was gonna say, and the, the noxious fumes would put them out of their misery. I'm There's here nothing. to help. There's nothing I can do to help you. Huh? <laughs> what? What's that noise? Oh, <laughs> Doctor Wink has unlocked some DLC noises these past few sessions. <sighs> Uh, you guys walk to the barracks. Sure. Yes. You descend the tower and walk straight across the way to the barracks. Uh, and uh, yeah, you step into the, the first room here, into the jail. A couple guards let you in. They recognize you and they smile and wave. And uh, hello. A couple of them say, uh, second floor, just go up, just go up the ladder. Okay. I'll lead the way. Okay. Sounds good. I think, I think they're expecting you guys, yeah? Yes. You're Dr. Charleston and Free Shaper and, and Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, no. All right, okay. you guys go in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The ladder. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you climb the ladder, and it's just a flat um, wooden floor, and you see a circle of, like, beds and trunks, you know, with maybe personal belongings for the guards that sleep up here. Uh, and there's also a table and chairs, and on one... Uh, side of the table, long rectangular table, uh, you see the two ghillie-suited men sitting down with a kind of a, a ledger that, that one of them's writing in. They say, and hello, gentlemen. Please join us and sit down. I'll pull a seat out for Dr. Wink, but I'll stand uh-huh. to his left, like right behind the seat. I'll sit on the ground. And they can't see you. <laughs> He's stealth mode. Where did your friend go? <laughs> I'm, I'm still here. There wasn't enough seats. Shall we proceed? And with the questions you said you had? Yes. Like I said, we're conducting an investigation in the region. Uh, we've we've heard uh, heard reports and we're, we're on a call from Galothwil to investigate. So we're just going to ask you some questions. Um, question number one. What conflict have you all seen in this region, if any? And when I say conflict, I mean um, faction-based fighting or or township-based fighting. I'm not familiar with a large-scale battle of that type. There may be some unfriendliness in the farmers, some poisoned crops. I, when we say region, we don't just mean Odales. You all said you were traveling through, so certainly you have a more expansive knowledge of the lowlands. Perhaps, but my memory is horrible. Roll deception. 
I guess, if you're trying to sell that. <laughs> I'm trying to sell my hor- my horrible memory. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you, men? <laughs> where, where are we? <laughs> where, where am I? I mean, how am I? <laughs> oh, mm, that, that's a 19. 19. All right. They say, that's, uh, that's rather unfortunate. Have you all participated in any faction-based, township-based, or city-based fighting? We did catch that thief. And just outside of town, we got attacked by cat lizards. Yeah, the that's not really what we're inquiring about. I was afraid we wouldn't be able to help you much. We, we haven't exactly experienced much of what you're looking for, I think. But you're a, you're a doctor. You, you carry the insignia uh, of the doctors that healed for the NAP before the war. Is that correct? Oh, this scarf? That's right. It's not exactly mine. <coughs> you stole it. Well, it was from a friend. It's not exactly a steal if it's a gift. Why would you brand yourself with a false title? Because he was my friend. And it was a gift. Do you just throw your gifts away? <laughs> I wouldn't wear a name tag if it weren't my name. It has no name on it. <laughs> it has a title on it. Doctor. Yes. Well, I have a small history in practice, but... And do tell. Well, I help people when I can and do some research. Have you helped anyone lately? These two friends of mine, when they get in a pickle... (laughs) I'll just gesture to... The doctor keeps us alive, and in turn, we keep him alive. Really, his (laughs) research isn't so much on helping those, but studying more on sicknesses and diseases that plague the general area. He has collected quite some research on different things, deafened being one of them. Affecting the area, you say? Well, like the crops. We're, we're going to test those and see what's up with that. The crops just, are poisoned here? Or diseased, I should say? Diseased is what my um, friend here was mentioning earlier. Hello! That's uh, a rather big find. Yes, sir. Uh, what manner of disease? Uh, it was uh, carnivorous flower rot plant. No, it and was see, carnivorous. Well, one of them jotting that one down carefully. Yeah, carnivorous flower. Like you know, I assume it's the baking component. Says, and free shaper. We've been across the region ourselves. That name sounds familiar. Can you link yourself to anyone in the in the region? Don't you have a rather large extended family, free shaper? <laughs> I have, I have those I call family in many places. Anywhere nearby? There might be some if they're still living in the places that we were. Please be specific if you can. Seren is real close to here, I've, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's correct. A few days north. Well, if I still have any family there, that's... That's where they would be? Why is my name of importance? It's a a factor in determining how well-traveled you are and what your regional affiliations are. Everybody has something to hide. Everyone. Everyone. How intriguing. Now, one more kind of broad question um, before I think you all will reach the end of your usefulness. And then perhaps you can provide... Some information to us? That seems fair. Uh, one last question. 
Have you seen any besides the disease here? Frankly, besides in Odeless. Any abuse or large devastation or misappropriation of any large natural resource? Could be agriculture, livestock, fishing supply. Could be land itself, any scorching of earth, anything like that. I did hear about a town quite some time ago that had an issue with their fishing city. It collapsed. Some underground infrastructure didn't work out and had a couple plagues. Yes, the the word of the Torian report is still making its rounds. Yes. But yes, uh, before we were commissioned, that's part of our uh, part of our fervent investigation into the area. We had, we had heard a report from uh, an affiliate. <laughs> Chippy, like, sweating. Oh, I have- does, a, does a beaver eating a tree and the tree falling count? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've heard of some silence from the Johnsboro area. Jornsboro. Jornsboro. I'm not familiar. Do, do tell. Well, I've sent many messages out that way, and I've gotten no responses back. That was actually one of the things we were going to circle back to. Again, family in many places. Jornsboro. Okay. The, the person not speaking writes that down. And you no doubt saw the, the cleared forest near the gate of the city? Yes, but that's a... That's, uh, that is more of a safety feature of the of the region. Yes. But that that is exactly the nature of thing we're talking about, so good call. Well, ask your questions, gentlemen. What can what the least we can do is offer you information as we've been told from Golothwil or or from our experience in the region. Do do you know much about the bride and groom mountains? We had uh, spotted them and we're interested. The library had nothing on them, and we like to explore places untouched. And Bride and Groom mountain ranges are uh, moderately densely inhabited mountain ranges. Um, let's see. They, they run along the, the, the Golden River. Uh, let's see. And then one of them kind of takes out a little map. And he says, yes, uh, uh, they run along quite some way, really more foothills than mountains, I would say. The, the tallest elevation doesn't scale to <laughs> anything in the Brickhands territory or, frankly, um, anything on our, uh, our uh, eastern coast. But, um, but yeah, mer- really more foothills. Uh, and so for y'all's perspective, like, I would compare the, the Bride and Groom mountain ranges to, like, the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. So not like these big towering, you know, just just kind of like large hills, you know. He says, "Yes, and uh, yeah, fairly densely inhabited." Um, so, yeah, um, that's. Uh, do you have any more specific questions you'd like to know about the region? Is there something or someone that you're looking for when it comes to these uh, conflicts? And how would we report that to you if we were to find these conflicts? Well, as Yeroman, it is our job to go out and survey areas. You'd probably have to find a Yeroman or a city, city ordinance like this to communicate uh, back back to us. 
um, something specific we're looking for. We're looking for, like I said, abuse of resources, unnecessary means of destruction in the result of a ground war, uh, new forms or sources of conflict, and uh, that's about it. We're not here to prevent war. We're here to make sure that's fair. Mm-hmm. We're here to make sure that uh, that uh, Mother Earth doesn't pay the price for, for man's uh, fickleness. Man is pretty fickle. Well, um, if that's all that you needed, um, I think we'll I do we'll be on our way. No. One more. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are perceptive. There are things going on in the town that if you could spot or have any information that you've seen just out of the ordinary, but things you wouldn't necessarily be tasked with dealing with. We're hunting down some thieves. Have you seen any odd groups of people, things laid out night, or just things that caught your attention but wasn't necessarily world-bending? As far as the smaller matters go, we, we tend to be too busy to concern ourselves, but I think some of the guard force would be able to speak to that okay. in terms of the strange events at night. They seem, they seem like they could offer something about that. Mm. That is all I had, Doctor. Sorry for overspeaking. Well, thank you for your information, and hopefully we provided a small bit of information to you. We thank you for your time. Okay. Well, I guess we'll get up. I'll stand up. And leave. You guys have a good day. They nod. What are you guys doing? Running away. If it's Running uh, away. <laughs> we made it. You know. <laughs> Good lie at the beginning. It really set us up for success. <laughs> I, I really, I really hate to say it, but I kind of want to go back to the graveyard for something. Are we going like to find out where those, I'm pretty sure one of the tombstones move or something. I just want to figure out, you know, what kind of disease these people been dying from. Ooh, okay. Well, perhaps we should go to the living. <laughs> we can check for some the body. <laughs> we can check for some living. No. <laughs> like, like don't go to dead. the... Bring out like, don't dead. dig up a grave and try to check the disease out. Go to somebody that has the disease that is... I know where the dead people are. I don't know where the living people are, Dr. Wink. <laughs> I mean, Charles Charleston. <laughs> well, just knock on doors. Aha! He jumps out from the bushes. <laughs> I knew it. He wants the bush. He just stands up. <laughs> sure. Let's go door to door. Yeah. I'm fine to like, try to... Yeah. Look two by for... two, and today we'll know. House call. I'm going to go up to the first house... In the housing district. House call. The very first one, eh? Yeah. Okay. House yeah, call. You, you walk out of the barracks, you see homes at the foot of the barracks. So I knock. Yeah, you just walk up. House call. House call. You see an elderly man. Excuse me. Uh, we would like to talk about, uh, you know, your health, if we can. <laughs> <laughs> said, Are you trying to show me something? Not at all, sir. I don't have time for this nonsense. Sir, wait. I put my foot <laughs> in the door. <laughs> sir, sir. strike. Sir, wait. Make we, it snappy. We've heard that there are several people who, uh, maybe in your demographic, who've been passing away. <laughs> Jesus. From some, from some sort of disease. Is this correct? He said, yeah, maybe it is, maybe it is. Do you know of anyone currently suffering the effects of this disease? Two doors down. 
Her name is Ethel. Her family's very concerned. And what was your name? Go away. Slam. <laughs> oh, my nose. Okay. Uh, let's go to Ethel's house. Two Ethels. Ethel's down. Oh, hello? Uh, housekeeping. Uh, Not housekeeping. Housekeeping. House call. We're thieves. Um, <laughs> we stole a whole house. Uh, <laughs> You open uh, the door, and Honest opens the door. The the Seder woman librarian. Oh, she, oh. she says hello. Uh, hi, gentlemen. Uh, um, what are you doing? I heard. Uh, do you know a lady by the name of Ethel? My grandmother. Yes, I, we're making complimentary house calls. We, the uh, doctor <laughs> is in. Oh, that's right. We heard she is uh, not feeling too well. Yeah, that's that's correct. Um. Could you give us maybe 30 minutes of time with her? Um, it takes this you is a little unorthodox, don't you think? Well, we're offering it for free. You don't even know what's if there's anything wrong with her. We want to determine. Your neighbor told us yeah. that your grandmother was not feeling well. That old gossip. <laughs> well, yes, go away was quite chatty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, she says, well... Uh, Suppose it couldn't hurt. Yeah. Come on in. All right. Where's Ethel? Um, she kind of, she takes you in past a little living room and uh, down a small hallway and into a back bedroom uh, where there is a, uh, an elderly looking uh, satyr woman bu- bundled up in a bunch of blankets, sniffling. Hello, Miss Ethel. Uh, how are you doing today? She's like uh, out cold. Oh, she's asleep. Yeah. Give me about uh, 20 minutes to figure this out. And I'm gonna detect the Z. I will stand right. on the outside of that in that room, just at the door. Just or detect poison. I'm not. So the, what's the radius on that BT Dubs? Radius? Oh my god, the whole house is sick. Termites. <laughs> it's a thirty foot sphere. Okay. You get a thirty foot sphere of detect disease. It's so either, does he pick yeah, him up? Yeah, like, a, is he just a yeah, beacon of death? Quite hot on his infrared vision. I'm used to it by now. <laughs> He's just a blaring siren. Uh, my eyes. Well, um, while my assistant is performing his ritual, can you tell me about some of the symptoms? I bring out a notepad. Yes, I, I can. <laughs> um, she has the mad bird flu. <laughs> mad she's, birdie. She's just been. Um, just very sick, very fatigued, and it, it just feels like each day she gets weaker and weaker. Oh, yes. Yes, she's, very common. She's got a fever, and, and, uh... Does she have any acquaintances or friends that have experienced similar symptoms? Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't hang out with my grandma's friends. <laughs> well, but you might talk to your grandmother. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, well, I mean, I suppose she wasn't in the mood for talking when all of this started, so. Do I find out what disease she has? Um, so you take 20 minutes. And what are you? Are you doing anything, Dr. Wink? Or are you just kind of like. I'm, I'm uh, interviewing the granddaughter. Okay. So <laughs> while, you're, while you're talking, I, I guess 20 minutes have gone by, and boom, you go into infrared vision to detect a disease. Yeah, you take disease. She's diseased. What's the disease? It is carnivorous flower rot. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold her Ingested. hand. I'm gonna hold her unconscious hand because she's. You said she's out cold. Okay. You now detect something on your hand. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna grab her hand. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm gonna say, hey, 
it's gonna be okay. And I'm gonna use my hand of healing to give her four hit points as well as end one disease of my choice, which I will say is carnivorous flower rot. And I will end that disease, (laughs) which I can do with my physician's touch ability. I can end Mm -hmm. the disease. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm reading a little bit. Try to make sure the disease is endable. Okay, so like it's like you're trying to force these four hit points in, you know, to like her life energy. <laughs> oh, I don't care about the hit points. I know it's like, I? but I'm just I'm giving you information. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, it's like it's not all going in. Okay. It's like maybe only a point. Um, but you, yeah, you do see like the disease kind of disperse, and you detected it one more place. Where? Um, you kind of you're you're kind of say you kind of do like a little pace. Okay. You kind of move around and, and you're detecting and you know you kind of see this infrared vision and the door was left open and you see the doorknob is glowing with the with the presence of disease as well. Uh, uh, did you touch the doorknob? No. no, but the girl who opened the door to let us in did. It's on the inside. She didn't, no, it was on the right? outside doorknob. Oh, on the outside doorknob. Yeah. Oh, so who has it? Was it probably just Dr. Wink, right? No, Dr. Wink. She opened the door. Yeah, she opened the door. I'm saying, but from the inside, you didn't open the doorknob to open the door. I see it on the internal doorknob. On the external doorknob. It's on the external doorknob. But he never touched the doorknob, so it can't be him. So it's someone else gave into the house. It it is carnivorous flower rot. You have eliminated Dr. Wink as the uh, bearer. Yeah, someone else has it. Do you uh, you live with anyone else? Sorry? Do do you live with anyone else? I'm talking to the Seder woman. Um, Ethel lives alone, except for while I've been caring for her. Does she have anyone that visits often? No, no, she's kind of a homebody. Well, uh, she'll be okay. I, and like, she's like, I I don't know what you did, but I mean, but her fever broke and she kind of takes a, a damp cloth off of her forehead. And now this is going to sound very contradictory <laughs> to what I, to what has just conspired, but we advise... You know, keep a good eye on her because it looks like someone might have come in to the home carrying this disease. Okay. Um, so was, be, who, what disease? Who are you guys? You can call me Daryl Meep Meep. <laughs> and I am Free Shaper. <laughs> and this is the doctor, the right. wondrous wink. Right. If anyone was to heal her, I would have expected it to be you. Well, he's actually been training Meep Meep in the arts. So. Yes, with small cases, he I allow my... didn't do anything medically applicable. That is BS. You're lying. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, did she say that? She says that to you. Ah. Well, then... she, she says that. <laughs> that. That creature didn't do anything medicinal to my grandmother just now. I'm not, a, I'm not a creature. It was, it was <laughs> mystical. Doctors aren't mystical. Well, why don't you guys well, be straight up with me? You're welcome, I suppose. Okay, okay. You've Look. been very kind. You've been very kind. We'll be honest, but you gotta keep it a secret, okay? I'm gonna take my mask off. <laughs> like, I'm a beaver. <laughs> She's. I'm a beaver. <laughs> she kind of like stumbles back a little bit. She's like, "What?" I'm a beaver. I had a druid friend who gave me some skill sets and some abilities. And one of the things 
that she taught me was to be able to distinguish different types of poisons and different types of diseases because, you know, being one with nature and all, she kind of knew what things grew and what things passed through to other animals and other people. So she kind of taught me how to distinguish things like that. And uh, I'm going to be honest, I was just trying to, you know, heal. I didn't think I could get rid of that disease i just thought i was kind of lessening the pain maybe extending something but it's gone now so i mean we hope i'm, I'm pretty confident <laughs> it looks good <laughs> wipe the door and i just off. say and who are you i know the nap doctor symbol anywhere i worked with them for a long time oh yes this this symbol on the scarf yes yes it was a gift you're not a doctor well not currently. What does that mean? It means he is a doctor. He just didn't earn the scarf himself. It was a gift from his friend who was working for the NAP, if I'm not mistaken. Right? That's your backstory. Yes. So you want people to think you're a doctor, but you're not a doctor. But you've confessed that at one time you were a doctor. Why? There are so many lies right now. Well... Okay, ask me any question, and I'll tell you the truth. I don't want to know the truth from you. You haven't been alive longer than a year. Well, that's probably true. Well, <laughs> technically, I've been alive for 10 years. So what exactly are you trying to figure out, then? Just who he who is? Who you general? are. Strangers walk into my home, heal my family, and and then... Well, I'm his sidekick. And then... And frankly, strangers walk into our city. Ones with affiliation with the NAP that maybe they've divorced themselves from. And, then, and, and demanding st- information about sicknesses and diseases and strange mountain ranges? It's not adding up. We are a mysterious bunch, but um, I don't think that means we have to share our whole story with everyone we meet. And that's a weird way to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't ask you all to do this. She would have pulled through, probably. I just wanted to do it. Just wanted to help out. Well, we'll leave you... That's your piece. You have a good day, ma'am. And we're still looking for your scroll. That's good. I'm going to put my mask back on, though. Okay. Remember, ain't no beavers around these parts. (laughs) I walk out. Put a mask on, and I'll I'll, I'll leave. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll go with Chippy. Well, that was good. That, That felt good helping someone for a change. Instead of, you know, just... Beating up people in a wolf cave. <laughs> and I'll, I'll say this. Um, as you step outside the home, mm-hmm. we'll say kind of there's like a lingering detect. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, just kind of keep it keep it rolling. And as you step out, the you know, it's it's been probably, you know, it's kind of getting on in the afternoon a little bit. And you step out and you see all the, the homes kind of, and just all, you're standing in the middle of the street, you know, maybe within radius of, you know, five, six homes. And all of the, the, the doorknob, the exterior doorknobs of the homes glow red, white, hot. Oh. And that's where we're going to end it. We're not saving oh. everybody. Why not? Okay, we can save everybody. Well, and like, <laughs> we didn't, like... Pay her? No, like, like, charge her? <laughs> no, like, Ethel would probably just get it again if she touched the doorknob. Yeah, well, there's someone, there's a mad diseaser out there. We yes. gotta catch him. Or it's, oh, wait, what did you say? A disease? Mad a disease. disease. A mad disease. All the doorknobs. Mad disease. Like going door to door, diseasing people. Yes. Like a plague bearer. Yes, like Dr. Wake. <laughs> Almost exactly <laughs> like that. Wow. That's insane. That is nuts. Wow. Wow.
This is a, this is cool. This is a cool little story. I wasn't expecting freaking watch it not be that at all. Watch it not be someone purposely diseasing people. It's just one really sick guy who has a doorknob fetish. <laughs> I don't know. I like that though. Why not save people? It's different. Asteria. Yeah. How what? about the, how about this? If you let me save the people, I'll let you give some under the table money to more farmers. How about that? You'll let me bet. I can rock with that deal, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>